Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. But you identify with Adam. That's what he's trying to say. He said, how 10 years again? How do you then identify with Adam? I'm coming to show you something about Adam soon. All right. You have been released from bondage, okay? All right. Go to Romans chapter 6, verse 17 to 18, and then 20 to 22. Oh, the bondage of sin. I have been freed from the bondage of sin. This is what I was telling you. The bondage of sin I have been released from. Say, sin has no power over me. This is what the world don't agree. They see you fall into sin. Yet, you are bold enough. <laughs> this is what he told the Hebrew people in the book of Hebrews. He said, come boldly to the throne of grace. To, to where? Throne of what? Grace. So they had to come to the throne of grace. When they come to the throne of grace, Something happens there. It is only at grace that their sin is exchanged, paid, judged, and they receive something more that they would never have received because of who they were. So he said, come boldly to the throne of grace. Something good happens there. Let us therefore come boldly. Start from 14. You will see why. Oh, are you here with me? Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast unto our profession. The word is confession, homologia. For we have not an high priest, look at it, which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. So he said what? Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. Now, he's talking about a man that has infirmity, that has sin. He said, this person, come boldly to the throne of grace. When you get to the throne of grace, something will happen to you. He said, you may obtain mercy. The same mercy here is the same word grace, graciousness. And you find grace. So he repeated severally. You come to the throne of grace, you obtain grace, find grace in the... Oh, on Friday, when Minister um, Philip Adale was here, he was sharing Psalm 136 to you, with you guys. And he said that, you know, 
um, for his mercies endure it forever. His mercies endure it forever. His mercies endure it forever. All those 26 mentions of mercy. The word mercy there is the Hebrew word hesis, which actually means grace. So it means his grace endures forever. His grace endures forever. When you see loving kindness, it also, it also means grace. The thing is grace. <laughs> when you say, Lord, have mercy, what you actually mean is that the Lord be gracious. When I say you don't need to pray for grace, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not preaching heresy. Because you are in the place of grace. Why are you asking for grace? What, the way you are standing, what, what have you done with it? <laughs> and in fact, you are actually in the fullness of all grace. Ah, didn't you read? Of his fullness you have received. Grace for grace. So which grace again do you need? Which mercy again do you need? Can you see that? Yes, sir. So you find grace and help in a, in a time of need. Okay, let me help you here. Some people think that, and I've taught it before. If I teach something and the revelation was low, I don't mind telling you it was low. Now let's upgrade Revy. Yeah. Now, this scripture almost means like you receive grace eh, or mercy. Then when time comes or uh, need, the time of need comes, you will just use it to overcome it. And find grace to help in time of need. This is what has been taught. That you receive grace. So that when the time of need comes, then you have the tool. It's like you fight. No, no, no. You don't do anything. When you are in grace, you don't do anything. <laughs> so what he's trying to say, that in the time of need, you embrace grace. And let grace speak for you. That's the time of need. Do you feel that your life is becoming dry in a particular area? What he's trying to say? Is that, that day is called time of need. So what do you do? Subject that time. If it's your finances, it's dry. You say, Lord, I subject my finances to your grace. That's all. Ah, you have received plenty of grace. For what? You came to the place of throne of grace. You obtained grace. You found grace. He said, use the grace. Yet you are putting yourself on, Lord, look at my work. Look at the money I'm receiving. Bondage of merit. Say, Lord, I know this is too small. But I, as I subject it to your grace, as I know and believe, I am in the year where favor profusely abound. Ah. You begin to shout, thank you for so much. Oh, Lord. You see, now, a man under grace is a man of thanksgiving. Yeah. In fact, a man that gives thanks. Was I correct? Yeah. A man of thanks, right? Yeah. Of thanksgiving. Is it right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. You see, under grace, you don't even make mistakes. Yeah. I'm telling you, a man, a man of grace, a man under grace, doesn't pray for things. A man under grace gives thanks to God for all things. Every day when you wake up, when it's your finances, don't pray and say, Lord, give me. Say, Lord, thank you, I have, a, have abundance. I'm in the year where your favor profusely abound. I stand in the place of grace. Heavenly Father, thank you, I have plenty. In the name of Jesus. This is how you pray. This is how you pray. My son came two days ago with rashes. I was there and he came to me and said, Daddy, he said, I, he used the word, he said, I, I hate these rashes on my body. And when I checked, ah, the thing has become plenty. I don't know when it started. His chest, his back, arms, and everything. When I held him, I said, Joshua, 
I subject you to the grace of God. In the name of Jesus Christ, these rashes are dead and they vanish by the grace of God in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you that healing was already made available for him. God is our witness. When we woke up, there was not even a dot. Not even a dot. Not, not. It happened to you too. Not even a dot. You haven't even learned about grace then and then you dealt with it. Now that you know grace, Listen, there's, there's, there, we don't have a season for grace. How I wish every month to be a month of grace. Because it's a year. It's the acceptable year. It's our dectos year. It's the year what? Of what? It's the year that what? Favor. Profusely abound. Say that. It's the year that favor profusely abound. Say, I'm in the year, I'm in the, year. the favor, the favor. Profusely, profusely abound. abound. You see, when you cut the neck of a, of a bull, you see the way the blood comes? The blood profuse, that's it. The favor for your life, that's how it's coming. Oh, I don't get it. <laughs> Mommy, we woke up the next morning and it was as if nothing ever happened to his body. Even him, he looked. Ah. Then I turned, I opened, and I checked. Oh, do you saw it? And there was nothing. Subject all things to the grace of God. You have no idea. It's powerful. It's powerful. You are struggling at work, subject it to the grace of God. Your finances, you're having issues. You haven't subjected it. You are using your own power. You are using your own effort. Subject it to the grace of God. You realize that your account will never finish. Yes, sir. Hmm. When you guys are coming to play, come to sing. Lord, we commit our music, our ministration to your grace. Amen. Yes, yes, you see, profusely, it, it abounds. You are supplying me from the bottom. Uh, <laughs> say, Grace abound. Grace abound. Uh, do you know this house is a house of grace? Yes. No light off. No, we don't have issues. Where we used to have generator, light off song. You get it now? It was work. Oh, somebody's walking in grace. Subject all things. Now I pray less. Mommy, I pray less. When I wake up, I say, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for grace. I said, the day is graceful. Everything within the day is graceful. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I give you all praise. And I give you all thanks. That's all. That's all. That's my life. Are you with me? So you are released from the bondage of sin, huh? Have we read that one? Okay. Verse 17. Hebrews, uh, Romans 6, 17. We read it. He said, but... God be thanked that we were, look at it, we were what? Servants of sin. Which means sin used to be the boss. So one of the things God freed you from, redemption, you received redemption for was sin. Because we were servants of sin. But ye have obeyed from the heart that from the doctrine which was delivered to you, what, what, what doctrine? The gospel. Verse 18. 
being then made free from sin. What is this? Redemption. Being made what? Being made what? Say, I've been made free from sin. So now here, what, is actually, what it actually means is that you have been made free from, from sin itself and from its power. How do you know the power? He said you were slaves. You were servants. You are only servant to who has power over you. Can you see that? Now, not only have you been separated, Apple, Lutro, not only have you been marked away from or dissociated from now, you have been set free from sin itself, from that master, and his power over you has been broken as well. And eternally broken, which means there's no way sin can stand anywhere and call you his servant. Even when you sin today, sin cannot still overpower you. Except you identify with Adam. Are, are we clear? Just so that in case you fall into sin, you don't stay in condemnation. Because it's possible you can't. Yeah. Be made free from the sin. From sin. Ye became the servant of righteousness. So now I am. My master is now righteousness. Yeah. I get it. Yes, sir. Adani. Ah. Mm. <laughs> Ada Grace Stone. Yes, sir. Uh, please, uh, do you understand this? Yes, sir. I beg you understand. I want you to be free. Because you don't know when you can fall into sin. You can make a mistake. You don't know when. But when you do, don't, don't lie down there. Don't go home. <laughs> oh Lord, what have I done? Oh God. You see, once you begin to do, do you know what you are doing? You are losing energy. Now you can't pray. Now when you come to church and you are praying, then you'll be standing there. You are losing energy. It's called condemnation. No, sir. Even when you fall into sin, just note that you are automatic redundance. Yeah. You still are not under the power of this sin. You are more powerful than this sin. Are you with me? Yes, sir. This is what will free you. Yes, sir. So a lot of Christians who work like this. And you can tell Sunday, uh, why are they wrong? <laughs> Your own friend can say, you, you do that here. <laughs> Normally when you behave like that and you go for a prophetic meeting, they will pick you up. Because you're, you're, you are causing your spirit to behave that way. So they will pick you up and know you have done something wrong. Yeah. Have you seen most, some prostitutes will go to church when you call them? Because they came with a consciousness to enjoy Jesus. So we'll pick them and say something better about them and not what they are doing. You get it now? Yeah. But you that you address with them, they pick you up and say, hey, stop this nonsense. They are like, why, could, why wouldn't they say this about me? Because you went there with condemnation. And if you get a prophet who is not a great preacher, then you are in trouble. They will want to say that secret thing for the whole world to hear. I don't, I don't, seriously, mommy, I don't get it. Imagine one day I just want to visit a ministry. And I go there. And maybe you pick something. Maybe, maybe I stepped on Anita's toe. Like this. Ajay. Then, I'm a man of God, though. Then in public, you begin to say all these things and camera is on me. And the whole world is watching. Now that social media, 
Now I'm walking in town, or people are closing their shop. Why? I'm, I will step on toes. <laughs> are you getting what I'm trying to say? There are certain things. Why is it that, you see, there are certain things we don't need to be sharing. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. When was Mary Magdalene? You think Jesus didn't know that she was found in that? But when they asked him a question, he didn't say anything. When they went, he said, me too, I don't condemn you. Go and sin no more. You want to show your prophetic powers. So, that will, so now, it's not Christ you are, you are it's, your, it's, your, it's the showmanship. Do you know what grace is? Grace is love. And love does not uncover the secrets of man. You did something wrong, you come to me, I will tell you. I will share with you. Are you listening? You know, normally when we say it in public, and people are hailing, wow, hey, who key? So right now, we don't grow church on Christ. We grow church based on, you guys, I envy you. All of you. The fact that you keep coming to hear messages on Jesus and you are not tired is to show that you are falling in love with this Jesus. Have you finished this word? Look at what the word is. All these are prophecies for me. Look at the things I'm hearing. He's made me free from sin. Sin is no longer my master. Which word do I need again? I'm now a servant unto righteousness. Go to verse 20 to 22. For when we were, look at it again. When we were, we were, we are no longer. When we were the servant of sin, that ye were free from righteousness. 21. He said, what fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now, yes. read the rest. Be made free from sin. Say it again. Be made free from sin. Say it again. Be made free from sin. And become servants to God. We are no longer servants to sin. We are no longer servants to sicknesses. We are no longer servants to guilty conscience. We are servants unto God. God is now my, my servant. I'm a servant unto God. He's now my master. Look at it. Ye have your fruit unto So I tell you, even if you do something evil, sin, you are still, you are not unholy. What makes you unholy? You've been freed from. What makes you unholy? You've been freed from. You have received a nature of holiness. Look at it. A fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. That's what you have now. Oh. I'm telling you a story. I've not gotten to the part I want to tell you. Go to Romans 6. Ah, that's what we've read. Now, you have also been redeemed from the loss of God's presence. 
Because remember, Adam was banished from his presence. Now we have been restored. Not only have we been restored, we are sitting in the presence. And we have the presence in us. The Holy Ghost is God's presence. So God's full presence is in us. And we are seated in his presence. Because it's called glory. You have also been redeemed from the loss of the glory of God. Romans 3, 23 to 25. Give it to me. Romans 3, 23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Go on. Being justified freely by grace through the redemption of that is in Christ Jesus. Uh -huh. Whom God has set forth to be the propitiation through faith in his blood. To declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. 26. To declare, I say, at this time, his righteousness, that he might be just, he might be just, and the justifier of which, of him which believeth in Jesus. You have been justified. Now, the last one that I can find in the scriptures that you are free from, how many have I mentioned? I mentioned the case of the law, bondage of sin, presence of God, and then the glory of God, right? Yes. Now, write the last one. Redemption from guilty conscience. Guilty conscience. Hebrews 10.22. Guilty conscience. Yeah. Glorified in you. Jesus, you are my all. I am justified in you, glorified in you, Jesus. Jesus, you are my all. Oh, I am justified in you, glorified. glorified in you. You are my own. I'm justified in you. Glorified in you. Glorified in you. Believe it, believe it. That's your story. Jesus, you are my own. Hebrews 10 22. I'm justified in you, Jesus. Look, he said, let us draw near. With a true heart in full assurance of faith. In what? Full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. And our bodies washed with pure water. Do you know what's happening to you right now as I'm talking to you? You are being washed by the word. And as you are hearing the word, he said, Evil conscience. Huh? That's guilty conscience. Let it leave you. Oh, Lord, things are not happening to me because of this. Ah, because of this. Oh, because of this. Ah, um, five years ago, you did something and um, nobody got to know about it. But the replication of that thing is now facing, you are, that's what you're facing now. And until you blah, 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 nonsense. Say, yes, sir, I did it. But I'm under automatic redance. Yes. 
I'm under total liberation. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Can I tell you the story I want to tell you? Yes, sir. Why? What is the, what is the genesis of all these bondage and things that God has to redeem us from? Where did they start from? Now, I'll show you this. It started in the Bible in the time of Adam. When he sinned and fell short of God's glory, this is what happened to Adam. In the garden, Adam was in God's presence 24-7. The glory was with him 24-7. Do you remember the Bible says he was naked and yet not ashamed? Why? He was covered with glory. But the day he sinned, listen to me carefully, the day Adam sinned, Adam was cut off from the presence, from the glory, from every good thing. His spirit was actually turned off from engaging God, from receiving from God. Listen, from Genesis chapter 1, they never prayed or remembered God until chapter 5. Where the Bible says, and when they remembered to pray or remembered God, they were not, because they were cut off. They were cut off from God. And that was a big thing. Now listen, under the federal headship, I told you on Sunday, there are two federal headship. Adam is one federal head. Jesus Christ is the one, another federal head. Now, I told you that God has finished creating all things. Even children that will come in the next 2,000 years, they have been created already. But their birth is on different days. But their creation has already been made. God is not creating anything. Now, God created all mankind in Adam, our federal head, which means he is the, the, the race that represents all human. And all of us were in him. So everything that happened to Adam happened to all of us. So when Adam was banished from God's presence, we were all banished from God's presence. When Adam lost all the glory, we were, that's how come he said, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory. He was referring to all when we were in Adam. He's not talking about today. He was talking about Adam when he was the federal head of, of mankind. Are you listening? Yes, sir. So, Adam was banished. What happened when he was banished from the garden? In Genesis chapter 3 verse 24, the Bible says that when Adam, God has said that let's suck him from the garden or else they will touch the tree of life and they become like us. The Bible says that, and there came two cherubims. He says, so he drove out the man, and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubims. In fact, there were two. And look at this. And a flaming sword, which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. So it's like, this is the way out of the garden. And this is the tree of life. So there were two. In fact, there were three. Lucifer was part of them. But in Ezekiel chapter 28, the Bible calls him, you know, the, um, the cherub, okay, that covereth. Okay? Yes, and that statement gave us an idea of the role of cherubs. The cherubs, if you look at the, 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 the ark of God, they are the ones that are on top of the mercy seat. Now, these cherubs, there used to be three. Lucifer was part of it. But he lost it, so they became two. Now, their job 
The word cover it, the, the, uh, the term that cover it, means guardian. They were lawyers. They were executors of God's judgment. Okay? And they instilled God's, right, uh, God's justice as well. Are you listening? Yes, sir. Why do you think they came into the garden? To come and instill the, ju- the justice of God because man has sinned. The driving out of Adam from the, for, was God's judgment passed. Actually. Because sin has to be punished. Now, the Bible says there was a sword. Now, you see these cherubs. I don't want to get into it today, maybe on Friday. But these cherubs, their eyes are the eyes of God. I'll show you this. They are called the cherubims of glory. Look at Exodus 25, 18. Quickly, I want to show you something. And thou shalt make two cherubims of here they are called cherubims of gold. Go to Hebrews 9 5. They are called cherubims of gold here. In Hebrews chapter 9, they are called cherubims of glory. Look at it. And over it, the cherubims of glory, shadowing the mercy seat. And which of which we cannot speak particularly. Hey. Even Paul said, Charlie, they can't speak of now. Let me see if I can do a little of this. Now, the mercy seat is a depiction of God's throne. Okay? All right. It depicts God's throne. God's throne. Now, these cherubims of glory, the reason why it's cherubims of gold and cherubims of glory is to give you an idea that gold is glory. (laughs) So when God was saying, bring me the gold, etc., he was speaking of glory. And a lot more that we can't say now. Because the Bible even says we cannot speak of now. (laughs) But listen to me. Now, these cherubims, their eyes, is actually the eyes of God. The eyes of the cherubim are are the eyes of God. So whatever they see is actually God's eyes seeing. Why are they on this ark? Because on this mercy seat, these cherubims, you see them like this. Actually, the wings are bigger than what you see here. This, not, this doesn't depict it at all. Their wings are so huge. They, are, they cover. And they are lawyers. Satan was one of them. That's why he's called the accuser of the brethren. The anti cause. He was the lawyer. So he knows how to come against you. When you that's like when you sin. If you don't hold on to this, I'm telling you. When you sin, Satan will come with legality. And make you know that you are wrong. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayman 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. 
it under the reign of heaven in Afronessa service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-LJedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny-LJedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel-Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.